You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This is the Pixar Sciatica Podcast. Happy New Year, folks. It's 2024. We are at the beginning of a new year. And that is a great opportunity for us to look forward into the future, especially when it comes to having to manage and live with the sciatica pain that you're dealing with. So today's episode, I'm actually going to be sharing with you my top 10 tips for this year to actually start off the year 2024 or years on to accelerate recovery and to live a pain-free life. The next 10 tips are going to be extremely actionable, and I'm also going to be sharing with you the scientific research articles that are actually going to be backing the importance of doing these actions and using these modalities to help manage your pain. If you are a longtime listener of these shows or of these episodes, you actually hear some of these tips pretty frequently in the previous episodes. And the reason why I wanted to take the time to actually break it down into 10 actionable steps is to remind you that although pain and pain management can seem complicated, we don't necessarily need to use all the crazy tools that are out there. And we can always fall back onto these simple actions and steps that we know are in fact helpful. So let's get right into it. The first tip is going to be breathing. We need to make sure that we're actually getting enough oxygen in our bodies. That's going to be number one. Without oxygen, we actually can complete many of the cellular processes that our body actually goes through, especially when it comes to healing. But also the act of breathing is going to be influencing our stress and rest response. Because if you are holding your breath or if you're chest breathing or if you are just not breathing efficiently, your body and your brain is going to automatically get into what we call the fight or flight response. And the fight or flight response is actually going to be a very useful response that we need in life in general. It's actually a response reaction that 
our bodies go through where our heart rate elevates, our body secretes cortisol, and we actually become hypersensitive to the sensations that we feel because having those changes in our body allows us to either fight off an animal or an attacker so we can survive or send them blood to our muscles so we can actually run away from whatever physical threat there is. But given the life that we live nowadays, especially in the more modern countries with technology, we don't necessarily have to fight off those animals and attackers as often as we need to. But that same response will occur when we have inefficient breathing patterns, we hold our breath or we're stuck in inhalation. So a way that you can actually effectively improve your breathing and breathing mechanics is through this simple exercise of what I like to call box breathing. It is a very popular breathing technique that the Navy SEALs and the military and also psychologists use to actually down-regulate the nervous system, allowing you to be able to have a, have a calm and clearer mind. And the general consensus or the general idea is that there's going to be four stages of breathing. You have your inhalation or breathing in. You have what we call the transitional period, which is just going to be holding your breath. Then we have the exhale where you're breathing out, letting the air out of your lungs. And then the fourth stage, we again, we have what is called the transition period. And what box breathing is going to be is that I want you to visualize a box with four specific lines or borders. And, and each border is going to identify a specific phase of breathing. And at each phase, you are going to spend four seconds before transitioning on over to the next stage. So an example of a box breathing exercise is going to be breathe in four seconds, hold for four seconds, breathe out for four seconds, and then hold for four seconds. And not only will this be helpful when it comes to downregulating your nervous system, making you a little less sensitive to the pain that you're dealing with, but it's also particularly helpful if you are in fact having trouble going to sleep either because of the pain or your mind is racing. Again, it's going to be four seconds in. We're going to hold that for four seconds. And then you're going to go four seconds, breathe out, try to get every ounce of air out of your lungs by forcibly blowing out. And then you're going to hold for four seconds. You repeat that over and over again, focus on your breath and focus on that counting. And you're going to notice a huge improvement in both your mood, your pain, as well as your stress. The second tip is going to be walking. I think a lot of people overestimate the value of walking, especially us out here in the US, because we're so used to walking from room to room and walking to our cars. And we often think that walking is just a method of locomotion and we don't look at it as exercise because it's something that we do on a daily basis. And one of the biggest, cool, the coolest thing that I learned, especially when we started visiting Europe with me and my wife, was that out in Europe, you're walking everywhere. Yes, there are going to be cars. I remember when I was in London and I need to get to a, a different part of the city and it was quite the long walk. I ended up taking a, a cab, but for the majority of the time, I would end up walking. 
And there are a lot of benefits to walking. Number one, the cyclical nature. And if you look at walking, you're envisioning it, you're going to be having your arms sway, you're going to have your feet walk in a specific pattern. And it's going to be relatively gentle because when you're walking on flat ground, or even if you're walking uphill, it's going to be relatively low impact. And what's really nice is that it's a fantastic way of locomotion. But the way that you're walking will allow you to actually release some anti-inflammatory hormones as well as keep your joints loose as you're moving around. And plus, it's a great way to enjoy the beautiful weather that you have uh, in your area. And if you do not have access to a beautiful uh, walking area, such as like a hike or a flat ground, it's totally fine to actually go on a treadmill, find a speed that's relatively easy and relaxing and just gently walk listen to a podcast listen to this podcast or others um, or even listen to music there's going to be a lot of benefits to walking and what you'll notice as throughout this list i'm not going to say bed rest is going to be one of the top tips there isn't much research on the benefits of of, of bed rest and in fact walking is going to be extremely helpful and it's also very good from a cardiovascular standpoint as well it's going to protect your heart and it's going to allow you to live a long and healthy life the third tip is actually going to be focusing on massage i think that especially when it comes to pain management and just overall self maintenance a lot of people overvalue stretching and undervalue massage and my take on massage is that as we get older the water content of the muscles that we have in our body actually start to decrease and what that means is in a way our muscles get a little bit drier which means that say some of those theoretical knots and i say theoretical because when it comes to muscular knots or adhesions they don't really exist in some cases, we actually develop more of, say, like a sticky muscle fiber, but mu muscles don't actually get knotted up um, as a result of either inactivity or just time itself. So massaging is actually really important. You can absolutely go to a masseuse and have them work on the problem areas. If you're dealing with sciatica pain, what I often recommend when it comes to dealing with sciatica pain, oftentimes it stems from the low back. And if you've ever been to a massage, they'll spend a fair amount of time pushing on your low back muscles. And they're going to say, oh my gosh, Ashley, these muscles are extremely tight. Let me go ahead and take my elbow and dig into those muscles. But the reality is that those muscles in your back are tight, probably because they're doing the majority of the work. So it's kind of like holding a plank and someone trying to dig an elbow into those muscles, it's not going to be pleasant. Yes, your muscles are going to relax, but it might be counterintuitive. When I say massage, we're looking at either using a foam roller, lacrosse ball, having a massage therapist and come in. Oftentimes, I find that there's a lot of restriction and a lot of dysfunction in the hip flexors and quads. So think about the front of your thigh, specifically if you're wearing pockets right now where the, the pockets are actually covering. That is often a very common area that gets irritated. Getting your calves massaged, getting your hamstrings massaged as well. I often can do a little bit of back massage, but it's not something I'm going to be digging my elbow in. And one of the really great things about massage is that it improves tissue extensibility, but also improves blood flow. And when you have improved blood flow and tissue extensibility, your muscles are actually going to be moving more efficiently. 
oftentimes the pain that we develop is uh, is because our moves are moving our muscles are moving inefficiently resulting in some uh, I would say wear and tear, but a little bit more sheer force and irritation, which can irritate the nerves that make up the sciatic nerve. This episode is brought to you by the Patient Advocate Program. Are you tired of not having support between your rehab sessions? Introducing the Patient Advocate Program, and we're focused on your recovery, and we're offering you 24-7 access to a doctorate of physical therapy. Stop waiting in line to be seen, and stop spending hours doing long exercise programs. Imagine being able to get all of your care delivered straight to your phone. Best of all, it's affordable. We believe everyone deserves top-notch relief without breaking the bank. So why wait? Take control of your health today and visit PT Patient Advocate advocate.com and book your free call with our experts. Number four is going to be strengthening. It's important that you use your muscles. And when it comes to efficient movement, we're looking at engaging the core the and the hips. Because oftentimes the pain that we deal with is because of inefficient movement. We're probably using our backs too much. You're either arching your back excessively when bending over, or you're not maintaining a stable core throughout your movement, such as lip picking your child up from the floor, carrying your backpack, or just doing normal everyday activities. I want you to think that a lot of the force that you generate is going to be starting from your hips. The clients that I work with, I tell them, you have to focus on increasing the crease of your hip as you're moving, as you're sitting, as you're picking something up from the floor. And that is going to allow you to generate the most amount of force and put the least amount of pressure on your back. So a way that you can actually strengthen is something as simple as walking. Walking is easy as it may seem. It's also a great way to strengthen. You can make it a little bit harder by walking uphill, or you can also go up and down stairs. You're using your whole body weight. The two or three favorite exercises I love to use when it comes to strengthening the lower body and core include squats, deadlifts, and lunges. And it's often a misnomer where a lot of people think deadlifts are bad for your back. It's going to cause a lot of your pain, but we have to pick things up from the floor. It's just how the world works. So being able to squat, deadlift, and lunge, as long as you focus on hinging at the hip, letting your torso lean forward and not rounding out the back, creating stiffness in your core, you can safely strengthen your body with minimal irritation of your nerves. Number five, we are almost halfway. This is something that I often overlook myself, but there's a ton of value and there's a lot of research when it comes to the effectiveness of mindfulness meditation. And what is mindfulness meditation itself? Well, meditation is going to be a mental practice. And when it comes to what mindfulness meditation, very different, uh, many different, different variations out there. But one of the great things about mindful, mindfulness meditation is that it allows you to shift your focus on a specific task. Now, step You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. 
everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real Traveler Reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP 1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C cell tumors. Do not use GLP 1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. One, we talked about box breathing. So if you're counting four seconds in, four seconds hold, four seconds out, four seconds hold, what's really, really cool is that as long as you focus on your breath and focus on your counting, that is a form of mindfulness meditation. And there's a lot of really great research when it comes to the implementation of mindfulness meditation and chronic pain. And if you've been dealing with the sciatic pain for more than 12 weeks or three months, you have transitioned now into the chronic stage. And what that means is that not only are you dealing with maybe a little bit of irritation and healing uh, that needs to happen, but your brain is also in the habit of experiencing pain. So what we're really trying to do is actually break the cycle of this repetitive, I'm experiencing pain, I'm experiencing pain in my head. We're breaking that pattern in your brain, which allows you to really move forward in regards to your recovery. Now, this is not to say that once you reach the chronic stage of pain, that the pain that you're dealing with is all in your head and that it's made up. That's quite the contrary. The pain that you are dealing with is very real. And don't let the concept of mindfulness meditation or that your brain is in the habit of experiencing pain take away from the real experience of pain that you're dealing with. I want to assure you that the pain that you're dealing with is quite real and that mindfulness meditation allows you to break that cycle of pain, allowing you to live a much more fulfilling and pain-free life. Number six is going to be connect, build relationships, connect and talk to the people that you love. You're not alone 
in your pain recovery journey. And especially if you have people who care for you or you have people that you care for, it is important for you to share with them your struggles and how you can actually benefit from their help and their support and vice versa. I actually, the episode just before this is actually talking about how to really strengthen your relationship when it comes to dealing with pain. Again, pain is a very individualized experience but you do not have to go through this alone. And if you can share your pain with someone that you care about, they will be put in a position to help support you in your greatest time of need. Tip number seven is going to be sleep. Sleep in itself is going to be one of the best and cheapest things that you can do to improve your health. There's a lot of research that talks about the lack of sleep leading to some changes in the brain as we get older, but also improving sleep is going to help us from a cardiovascular standpoint as well. But sleep is also an opportunity for our brains to shut off and rest and give our bodies an opportunity to recover from the stresses that we accumulate day after day. Consider it as kind of like a way for us emptying out the trash bin on our computers or getting rid of some of that garbage stuff out of our bodies by properly sleeping. And so at this point, you have to do everything that you can to get restful sleep. That actually tells us, that actually identifies that we need to focus on what good sleep hygiene is. And what is good sleep hygiene? What are those habits that we need to take in order to get better sleep? Number one, Try to limit your screen time before bed. Usually I stop at about an hour, hour and a half. I focus on reading. And then before I know it, my eyes are closed. Try to keep your meals separate from bedtime. If you eat right before bedtime, you're going to have some issues sleeping. But also look into how does your body feel depending on the time of day when you're eating. And then if you can tie in some breath work, it's going to be really helpful. And then also, I know for me, I really enjoy pillow talk with my wife where we just lay there and kind of just share our uh, what's in our head. And that's actually another really helpful thing. And also another big focus is consistent bedtime. If you're if you know that you're a night owl, that's fine. If you're a night owl, you're going to have to stay up a little bit later. That means you're also going to wake up a little bit later. But if you're someone who likes it, has a tendency to wake up a little bit early, make sure that you're going to bed on a consistent time. And that's going to be also on the weekends as well. Make sure that you're getting the sufficient sleep that you need to recover. The second part is, well, what happens if I can't find a comfortable position to sleep in? And I often find that uh, I get asked, actually, what are the best positions for me to sleep in? And the answer to that is the best position for you to sleep in is the position that you find the most comfortable for you, especially when you are, in fact, dealing with pain. There is no position that is too off limits. So if you notice that if you are laying on your back with your feet supported with a pillow and that feels the best compared to laying on your side, put a pillow underneath your knees. If you prefer sleeping on your stomach in an army crawl position, you can absolutely do that as well. Sleep is something that I don't often compromise. And the reason being is that it's something that when we're sleeping and we're moving around, it's kind of out of our control in regards to where is our body moving in space. Now, there are going to be some periods where I'm going to set up an environment where you're going to have minimal movement, and that's where we're placing pillows behind you uh, or in between your arms. But that's all based on the fact that you have to find the position 
that is the most comfortable. So at this point, when you're trying to find that spot, no position, no matter how awkward it is, as long as it makes you feel better, that is going to be the position for you. Number eight is going to be nutrition. We have to make sure that we're actually fueling our bodies in the right way. Being that it is the start of the new year, some of you are probably starting on some diets, which is totally fine. I've had my fair share of New Year's Eve diets myself. I realize that I feel best when I focus on eating good quality vegetables and lean proteins. And the big thing, especially if you're going to be making a change to what you're eating, the biggest thing is quality and consistency as well. It's really easy to try to go all in on one specific restrictive diet, but when it's extremely restrictive, it's going to be increasingly difficult for you to maintain that for a long period of time. And when it comes to improving your health and improving your recovery, we're looking at the long-term gain, making sure that not only are you going to be recovering from the pain that you're in, but making sure that that pain does not come back. And so eating vegetables and proteins, let's talk about vegetables specifically. One of the great things about vegetables is that it actually provides the vitamins and minerals that are necessary for healing. And also you're looking at tons of fiber and also some carbohydrates that allows you to be fueled. So I'm not going to be saying that carbs are the enemy. I just had a whole bunch of cookies during the holiday season, but it is important that you are eating most of those veggies. It keeps your blood sugar under control because there is some research saying that high levels of free floating glucose in your body, one obviously increases your risk for diabetes, but it can also lead to systemic inflammation. We know that when your body's consistently inflamed, you're going to be a little bit more sensitive to the pain that you're experiencing. And it could be one of the reasons why stuff like anti-inflammatory medications could be helpful because it brings down the inflammation and allows you to experience less pain. And did you know that we actually have an episode talking all about NSAIDs and its role in sciatica pain? And the link to that will also be in the show notes for today. Protein itself. Now, protein protein gets a bad rap because a lot of people say like, don't eat meat and you can get protein from all these various different sources. I think, and I've noticed uh, with other nutrition folk as well, is that we've observed that people are not getting enough lean protein into their daily life. Protein is going to allow us to build muscle, and it's also going to allow us to feel satiated. Oftentimes, when we're hungry, we'll turn towards the carbohydrates and we'll eat them, we'll digest them pretty quickly, get tired, but then get hungry again. When you're eating protein, it allows you to build muscle and stay satiated for a longer period of time. And if you're trying to manage your weight, if you think part of your issue is going to be your elevated body weight, Protein is a great way for you to help reduce that. But when it comes to losing weight, that's going to be a different uh, category altogether. So for today, the focus on improving your health is going to be eating vegetables and lean proteins to allow your body to actually heal. Number nine is going to be stretching. I've talked about a little bit about stretching earlier in this episode, saying that it's often overvalued. But it's not to say that I don't think stretching is beneficial. In fact, when you are in active state of pain and the pain, the sciatica pain that you're dealing with is what we call spinal in origin, aka meaning that it could be due to a herniated disc or arthritis, 
there and you are in an active state of pain, meaning that say, for example, if you're listening to this episode right now and your pain is happening and you know that there are triggers that make your pain worse, there should be stretches or positions that actually allow you to experience a reduction in pain. And so stretching, it just allows you to open up a structure, relieve the tension in a tight muscle. And in some cases, stretching just feels great. And on top of that, you want to be able to make sure that you're using your muscles efficiently. So when it comes to stretching muscle, we also have to identify why is this muscle tight in the first place? And we can experience muscle tightness in two scenarios. Scenario number one is actually when the muscle is in fact shortened. And I want you to imagine, say, if you look at the pocket area of the front of your thigh, that is what we call the upper part of your quad, also a portion of your hip flexors. If you are a desk-bound person, if your job is in an office or you work from home and you work behind a computer and you're sitting the majority of the time, when your hip is flexed, the top portion of your quad is shortened for long periods of time. If you're sitting there for three, six, eight hours, and that muscle is actually habitually tightened, it will feel tight because it was in a shortened position for an extended period of time. We want to be able to stretch that out. The second category in regards to muscles feeling tight, in this scenario, you actually wouldn't want to uh, stretch as often. You might want to massage just a little bit more, but then work on the opposite muscles is when a muscle is in the lengthened position for a long period of time. And so what that means is if you're sitting in a chair and you're slumped over, you're hunched forward, the reason why your low back muscles, your quadratus lumborum, your erector spinae, those muscles themselves, the reason why they would feel tight is because they are stretched for a prolonged period of time, three, six, eight hours. And because they are in fact stretched for a long period of time, they're telling you, please, I need to be in a shortened position. And oftentimes it'll feel tight. And then you're going to go and get a massage on that tight muscle and it's going to relieve for a little bit, but then it's going to revert back to its painful tight area. And so if you are experiencing tightness because the muscle is in fact shortened because you're spending time in a shortened position, yes, you want to stretch that out. And if you're dealing with the muscle that feels tight, but has been stretched out for a long period of time, you would want to work on the opposite muscles, which would allow those muscles to function a little bit more effectively. And then number 10, the last and final tip is to ask for help. If you are working with a doctor, communicate with them as with as much detail as possible with the challenges and things that you're facing. If you're not currently working with someone, you are not alone in this journey. There's people like physical therapists, chiropractors, and even this podcast and the folks here at the ifixyourciatica.com website, we are here to help you. You do not have to go through this journey alone. And there are a lot of resources and people who exist to ensure that you live a pain-free life. So that's it. Those are my top 10 tips to start the new year off feeling great. Make 2024 the year of feeling fantastic and you can take charge of your health and there are people out there to help you. I want to wish you all a happy new year and I'm so excited for what the next 12 months will bring to us all. Thank you so much for tuning in. We hope you got some help from today's podcast. And for more info, check us out at ifixyoursciatica.com. Have a fantastic and pain-free day.
no patient therapist relationship is formed by listening to this podcast. We are not providing medical advice and all information should be confirmed by a medical provider. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.